street gospel, light of the temple, short swing killer live from the ghetto, the hood messenger, let him know hell's close, black burial, the devil in a black cloak, street gospel, light of the temple, short swing killer live from the ghetto, the hood messenger, let him know hell's close, black burial, the devil in a black cloak. Yo, what is up? Welcome to the Street Gospel Podcast. I'm your host, Dave One, and this is episode number... Yo, Cam, what episode is this? Episode number 48. First 48, man. Man, we're banging it out here. So uh, if you caught our last episode, uh, episode 47, it was with Chingo Bling, man. So definitely a good one to check out. Um, Props to Chingo Bling. He gave us tickets to his uh, show at the Improv here. And uh, we went and checked it out. Uh, definitely was a good show, man. The dude probably was up on stage for like an hour. So uh, definitely a good show, funny, sold-out show. So props to Chingo Bling out there. Um, if you haven't checked this out, be sure to check us out on YouTube, um, Street Gospel TV, and we're on any podcast platform. Um, if you like a podcast, do us a favor. Send it to your friends, man. Just send it to them. Have them check it out. I know everybody's not going to like every single podcast. It's just, it's, it's it's impossible. You know, I like Joe Rogan. I don't like every podcast he does, but I like Joe Rogan. So if you hear a good one, you think somebody might like it, send it to them. And please subscribe. Whatever, uh, wherever you watch us at, wherever you listen to us at, so hit that subscribe button. We appreciate it so much. But, uh. You know, we got to get down to the business today, and uh, I like to play a little, a little banger, you know? So this dude right here, uh, we met a couple months ago now, and uh, solid dude, he knows the Lord, he's a, a, a great son, an athlete, a trainer, this dude does it all, a motivation guy, I mean, he's just... We'll get into all of that, man. But uh, I want to welcome to the Street Gospel Podcast, Mr. Kyle Curry. I appreciate you, Big Dave. I appreciate you. Man. What's up, man? How you doing, man? How's your day going? My day's excellent. Okay, just FYI for everybody out there. <laughs> right now, it's like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, uh, first person I seen today in the morning was uh, Mr. Curry here, man. He is my uh, he's my trainer right now, man. And we the we're the four four a.m. club. So twelve hours ago, we were with each other, man. Let him know, man. We every four a.m. We don't skip a beat. Working out, man. I think that four a.m. has a different personality on everybody, especially you going to work and taking care of the family much more. It's more on your body, but it pushes your mental a little tougher. Uh, yeah, man. So. You know, I think uh, 4 a.m., there's, there's some good and bad about that. It's good because you get in there early, you bang it out. Done. The hard part is getting there. I mean, it's getting there. Once you're there, you're like, well, let's let's go. Let's get it going. But I think sometimes when it's like it's, it's rough getting there and you got to, like, really suck it up for that little. I mean, my drive only there is like eight minutes. So drive over there is like, man. But it. it Something about getting, I mean, we talked about the other day. You get the hardest thing done first thing in the morning, and then the rest of your day's cake, right? Rest of your day. Honestly, like, this is probably, like, what, my seventh month waking up for, well, I wake up at 2.45 to get down there by 3.34. But, you know, you got to have that that wheel drive, that leeway. Oh, yeah. Something, like, you got to 
figure it out like, hey, if I'm going to continue to do this and be my own business, be successful, I got to lead by example. You know what I'm saying? And I think the best thing for me living up the hills, I can focus and just worry about the next day and the layouts for all my clients. So I feel like when I, like, once I'm there and I get to walk around, do my little cardio, and then I'm like, okay, I'm here now. Like, you, you ready to go to I'm work? I'm at my peace. I'm up. Okay. Times, I'm tired. Okay, the, the, the craziest thing is this, man. And I, I think what... You know, because this is what let me let me tell the audience what happened. So I was I'm working out, doing my thing. You know what I mean? Trying to trying to stay fit, go to the gym every day, right? We we we're. so my daughter Cash, she she uh she pays for me to go with Kyle. She's been training with Kyle for a little while, and so she goes, "Hey, I'm gonna hook you up, uh, pay for your trainer, and uh, go 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 to him." I said, "Okay." So I go to Kyle. So this is the thing. I'll be honest with you. You, you are uh, well. The initial the initial thing is you were trying to sell me something. So when somebody's trying to sell you something, you're kind of thinking like, is this really them? Or are they trying to sell me something? So very uh, motivated, very hyped, uh, very uh, inspiring, encouraging. Right. So we get that one first workout. I said, yeah, it was he was cool, man. Seemed like a good dude. But what I noticed is that as time went on, we kept working out. You're the same dude every time we work out. Motivated. I mean, I show up at 4 a.m., you're at the door clapping, like, let's go. And I'm like, where does that come from, man? Honestly, like, from me just stepping out of that comfort zone back in the day of not being motivated, just when I had everything, it's more of a, you know what, you can lose it in the blink of an eye. What 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 do you mean, like, have everything, like... I mean, you can go to the NFL, NBA, MLB, whatever you want to do. You can have everything, blinking an eye, a medical issue, a car accident, family death, a trauma, wife or girlfriend situation can happen to where now you're in a hole to where you're at the bottom of point of your life. Mm. And I'm just like, look, my first thing when I do when I get up is, you know, I got to give it to God. And, you know, and the biggest blessing that a lot of people forget and that's underrated is when you leave your house. Because you're not right. promised to coming back home. You're not promised what's going to happen that first five minutes as soon as you leave. Because, you know, every accident is a mile down the street. Right. So when I make it to the gym, it's like, I made it. I'm here. This is my second home. You know what I'm saying? I'm up. That's crazy, man, because it, it is a good thought. I think we uh, we take advantage of of life. Or we take it for granted, I should say. Not advantage. We take it for granted waking up every day. And I'm like, oh, I'm alive. I'm here. Uh, let's make the most of this day. And I think when I train with you, kind of influenced me a lot was, you know, it's just like, hey, we're going to make the most of today. Like, and I think even I I thought I knew how to work out. I thought I knew how to motivate myself, but I really didn't. There's like there's like another level. It's an intense level. That 12 to 15 range (laughs) is something kind of different. (laughs) When you told me that, so we're working out right there and I'm like, okay, three sets, 10. You're like, no. (laughs) We're going like 12, 15, and then it's four sets. And I'm like, okay, four sets? So, so you're right because you can hit 10, I mean, you know, pretty pretty easily, right? I mean, but then we're going 12, 15, and then you're like, come on, we can do it. And then you're going up in weight sometimes, and you're like, let's let's go. That's when your mental takes place. Honestly, you got to go to that, that place that you didn't know you can go. You know, and think about all the whys and the doubts and everything that you had and just put it into that weight. That's your stress reliever. That's your meditation time. That's like your therapy. 
my biggest thing is like when I get my clients there, it's like people come in, I'm not confident or I can't do this and I don't have the will to have this. You can do whatever you want in the world. There's a lot of just 24 hours in a day. Yep. Like if you're going to spend six hours procrastinating, holding something against you that you know you can do, but you never took that leap of faith or that step. You know, I can be like, hey, without me getting all these certifications and researching and being knowledgeable, most knowledgeable as I am as a trainer, you know, I want more. You know, hey, I want to continue to help somebody. But now let's look at medical issues, thyroids, kidney stones. Like, okay, I may not have the answer, but I can look it up or make a couple of texts or phone calls to the people in that industry, that doctor or medical field, you know. So it's just, you know, you got to have that, that will drive. Some people are just, they're over it. You know? I, I, I think uh – yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is, is the mind battle, getting there. Oh, yeah. And so I, I think I overcome that because I'm like, okay, we, we, you know, I got to get up anyways. Let's get up, you know, let's get the workout in, get there. You you definitely are motivating me. You definitely are are, are pushing me. And I, and I was like, okay, the, 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 the last thing is just saying, hey, I'm, I'm going to, I got this day. This day is today. I'm going to put in the work. I'm going to, I'm just going to go for it. And then you get out of there. You feel like a million bucks. You might feel exhausted. Like when we worked out the other day, my back was hurting, but you know, I felt good. I felt like, okay, well I paid the price today and reaping the rewards tomorrow. That's like, like going back to that back day with me and Justin, I just know like our past, you know, traumas, like our boys, like you probably have your boy, like you could talk to him. Y'all can go on a hike or a bike ride or whatever. And you just like, don't talk but you know it's there but then once you sit down you talk about everything lay everything out your boy's gonna be like hey you know that's not for you you should go more this route or you should do something a little bit differently like some people get comfortable with the job you know or that career or just stuck in school there's nothing wrong with those things nothing wrong but that's what we're sewn in that's what we're grown in our parents are putting that pressure on us you can be anything you want in this world but a lot of times you as a child, you're like, I, all I know is go to school, get these grades. This is what my dad and mom want me to get. I mean, that's what you're putting the pressure on that person, that child. Now that child is like, oh, I don't know, man. Like, if I get a, <laughs> if I get a, a C plus, my dad gonna be tripping. You know, my right. mom gonna give me a spanking. But just knowing you giving your all, and you don't understand. We can get a little bit more help. You know, don't put that pressure on somebody if you don't want to put that pressure on yourself. Wow. That's true. I mean, I, I can't, I can't motivate Cam or our, our cash with, with, you know, going to the gym if I ain't going to the gym. And I'm hoping that, you know, hey, they see me waking up early. I'm going to the gym. They're, they're motivated to go to the gym. Or maybe I motivate one of my friends. Maybe he's a little overweight, whatever it may be. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm going to push, you know, the, 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 we laugh. They, they beg on me here because they said, you, 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 you think you look good. And I, and I, and I said, well, that's the first thing you you want to feel good and look good. I mean, you, that's why you go to the gym. You know, I'm not trying to flex, you know, or anything like that. But I'm saying those are the first things why you need to be motivated. I, w- I want to be 48 years old. I want to be in good health. Yes, right. Sir. And then I want to look good. Of course, I'm going to look good for my age. There's nothing wrong with that. And but then I want to be a little motivational to to do that. Maybe they're not working out, or maybe they need to work out, or whatever. And may, may hey man, you could do it too. I did it. You do it. Just get in the gym. Yes, sir. And I think like even this morning having like the bigger guys there, like Justin and Et, and you know those are my boys, and they're coming in, and I see you like, oh shit, you know, 
<laughs> and then I see him look at Frank, and I'm like, you good? He's like. You know what it was? All right, so so me and Frank, Frank's a, Frank's a, dad, a young dad. Uh, I go over there, you know, and, I, you know, I'm like, okay, so let's work out. And then your boys come in, and there's some big dudes, man. So they come in, and then I'm like, and Frank looks at me, and he says, he's like, yeah, man, we got starting five now, you know? And, uh, and then so I was like, there's some big dudes, man. So I was like, all right, well, let's let's go. You know what I mean? Just like the other day, it was you and Justin. I, I couldn't work out Monday morning, so I went in the afternoon. You're like, come in. And I'm like, I already knew once I seen Justin there, because Justin, Justin is in shape, man. So, and you were like, you're going to work out with us today. And I'm like, okay, well, let's see what this is about. So it, another level for sure. Uh, and just just a level of pushing, which I think that's good because you need somebody. I mean, the, the old adage, iron sharpens iron. You need somebody to push you a little bit. You need somebody that's going to push you and also make sure you elevate your game to keep going. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could work out with anybody but not get that push. You could be over that workout within 30 minutes or to maybe 10. But when him and I work out, we always go for like an hour, hour, 32 hours. I'm like, hey, man, we're getting kind of overboard. Like, I got a client. You got to go back home. Like, <laughs> there's times like we got to like, oh, yeah, we're almost done. We're almost done. This is the last one. All right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to max it out just as heavy as you can. But it's much more about that. It's just like the past things we've been through is like we have built up, and that's why we use those weights, you know? Yeah. We could be out there doing, you know, the violence, the trouble, the gang, the tagging, all of that. But it's more about changing the young community, right? helping them grow. I mean, I'm 27, he's 27, but at the point of 27-year-old's life, you probably think I'm a little bit older just the way I carry myself. In the gym, I'm goofy. I dance. I smile. crack jokes, you know. <laughs> but then there's also that time, like, I got to have that serious talk. Like, hey, man, you slacking today. Right. Like, I need you to know, like, you need to start pushing. Like, is everything okay? How are you feeling? Like, right. There's always every morning. There's the, how are you feeling this morning? I, I remember rolling in there one day, and uh, we won't get into it. But I was having a, a, a bad week, and you were like, "You good?" I was like, "I'm good." Let's just let's just go to work. And yeah. we talked about this. We talked about how how a lot of people don't have an outlet, a, a physical, especially men, right? A physical outlet where you can go, and there's something about getting in the gym and working that problem out, at least physically, right? Like. A lot of people don't realize that, like your mind and the, your 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 things you're going through. If you can work them out physically, I tell men this all the time: like join a join a gym, lift weights, do jujitsu, do a little bit of boxing, go hit the bag, do something because there's something about getting that out, right? That's like more of a that stress reliever. What you need it as a man, it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. You can do a couple of push ups, sit ups, find some wood, do some you know pull ups, <laughs> yeah. a couple burpees. You have to get it out. It's because we have built, we have too much built up anger as yeah. a man. Like yeah. as a man, you got. It's not even has to do with the past or the present. It could be deeper than that. It could just be way deeper. It could be from like the third grade when Billy was picking on you, <laughs> and you like, if I see Billy now, I hope. But you know, you just hold on to things. Everybody says like a woman holds on to things. It's realistically true, but. A man holds on to a lot longer. Right. You know, a hurt man is going to hold on to and protect himself and not give that time of day. Right. And I think everybody deserves a time of day or opportunity or a chance. That's like when we get into a conversation, like some women, like all men are the same. I'm like, not all. You just, there's, there's, there's types that you like. Yeah. You know, you can't say all because I'm not the same as all men. Right. You know, and the things I would tell you, I'm just straightforward. Like, you, 
you go for more of a materialistic set of looking at somebody's going to push you, make sure you're getting through school and doing what you got to do. You know, you every woman needs a strong man. Every strong man needs a strong woman. And if you don't have that, then you won't have a successful marriage or a relationship, especially if you can't have that honest person. Oh, look at this guy talking. Talk, he's dropping knowledge. Hey, man. I, I think that's the thing. A thing that I liked about you, you, you know, we're a whole generation apart, right? I mean, you're, you're, you're Ash's age, my daughter's age, right? <laughs> so I was like, you know, but the things that you talk about, the things that you, you, you motivate me, like I'm, I'm always willing to learn from anybody. Yes, sir. And, and, and I think one of the main things was like, I didn't, I told you, I didn't, I didn't know how to work out. I thought I did. It was it was all wrong, technique wise, right? Technique wise, how to push myself. I think that they were they were they were just it was bad. It was it wasn't good. And I think when I went to you, I think it was it was something like I was like open to say like this young dude like he knows what he's talking about. Yes, sir. And with that said, what makes a good trainer, man? I'm not telling you to put anybody on blast here, I'm not, but I'm not but 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 who and what makes a good trainer? Because there is a difference, right? There's a difference. Just knowing the right forms and techniques. As I mean, the more videos you watch, or you know, I want, I got certified through NASM and ISSSA, and I got like my first aid kit certification. I have those. Like those are cool to have. So, so, so you're not like one of these. Like uh, I'm a trainer I'm, and. Oh, you know, yeah, and no. you just started a gram and you just like I'm, I'm gonna make myself you, you're a legit trainer. I'm just like a legit trainer okay. like I don't put all that out there but that's just something for me to have like, right those are my accomplishments it's it's cool to like talk about like let's say if you passed out I just know like okay we're gonna elevate the feet hold the back of the neck until the blood starts flowing back properly then you're gonna wake back up but it's just little things like that I always pick brains and what separates a trainer is the knowledge just knowing the right form the right technique and by you knowing how to guide somebody, knowing and, and you got to know age difference, right? Flexibility, you could work that. You know, hip mobility, you could work that. But age difference, you can't work that. So you know, like there's somebody that could be 37 compared to me, 27. I can squat ask the grass. I know you got to go 90 degrees. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, man. Because you go to ask the grass, and, you know, we go to Kaiser Permanente. I, I ain't getting back <laughs> up, man. I was like, we can't do that. Yeah. So. But the, the good thing was that we modified it. Yes, sir. Right? Yeah. And that was, the, that was the thing that I liked. There were certain things like I was like, hey, Kyle, I don't think I can do that. And you were like, no, nah, you can. Um, let me show you how we're going to do. Yes, and it sir. was modifying it. And at the gym, if I tried it, I'll hurt myself by myself. And that's the thing a lot of people do is. They want to go to that squat, that deadlift, but it takes time for you to actually get into that perfect squat or that perfect deadlift. There's always a bunch of these powerlifters. They already have the form and technique. Now they're just adding little weight. You never see a powerlifter grab that 45 and that, that keep going with more 45s unless they already have that form and technique. But there's some people that will just grab it, grab it, and you'll see bad things, bad outcomes that happen. Hey, you ask any powerlifter, hey, man, how do I do this on this deadlift? He's going to tell you, like, hey, man, you're using too much back. You start driving from the hips. It's just a hinge. It's a hip mobility. You got to strengthen your hips. You have to stretch. Right. You have to warm up. You have to do all those things properly. Like when you come in, hey, how you doing, man? Good. Oh, man. Oh, let's go. And it's warmer for five minutes, you know, get rolled out and let's go. You yeah. Know? Even by you rolling out, it's getting you looser, getting your muscles a little bit looser for you not to pull nothing. So our muscles are actually like bands. Like if you get a rubber band, you just snap it right off and you're trying to stretch as far as you can. It's going to snap. But if you just warm up and you got that, you going like this to this rubber band. At the end of the day, you're not gonna snap that rubber band. 
So I, I, I agree, man, because uh, there was times when I was in there and I was thinking like, man, I can't, I can't do this. And there were certain things that you, in the technique wise, was like, you, you're doing it wrong. And I think most people at regular gyms, your 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 fitness nineteen shoes and all this other stuff, right, are pretty much either wasting their time or they're having wrong, wrong, the wrong technique, right? I just feel like a lot of people go in there to socialize. Yeah, you know? I mean, you go into a private gym, you know, for me, I'm working from self made to six cents. You see the vibes and you see the different mindsets people have, you know, and everybody's on the same mission you're on like a lot of people their biggest problem is the insecurity of walking into a gym that's big right that's I mean, big I, I, that was you know when i started working out a little bit and then uh, i went to the gym and I, I just was like man i don't you know it was just uncomfortable but i think once i got past that then it was like yeah i'm here to work just like everybody else i think because you could see the the biggest dude i think we were in the gym the other day and There's there was that monster over there bro yeah. Hey, that dude was like six four and like <laughs> six four wide, and it was only at the shoulders because his, his waist was like that small. His waist, and I was like, "Yo, I was just doing my thing. I wasn't even trying to look at that dude. I was just like, <laughs> but that could be intimidating for a new person going in the gym. It could, and that's when you just lose hope. You lose that faith. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you walk, you see, you walk into Choose Fitness and you see that dude, and you just signing up. You like, can I cancel this pass? Yeah, like, can I get that one hundred ninety two dollars back plus my ten dollars? Like, I don't want to do it no more. Right. You got to I tell everybody the best thing you could invest in is a trainer. A trainer has a trainer, and a, the trainer's trainer has a trainer. Everybody knows and has a game from the knowledge. I mean, I didn't learn everything overnight. It took me time working out with different trainers, or even having a coach and a trainer, and you know, partnering her up with like. Amanda and Justin and we pick each other's brain and we figure it out and that's like the way to go nobody's gonna be perfect I'm not gonna have all the answers but maybe Amanda Justin will they're not gonna have the answers maybe I'll have it and we always share this it's just like a community like if you're a trainer you can't share and you like oh you saw my workout then you shouldn't be in the industry right you know what I'm saying and that goes with everything you do in life like if you say hey Kyle man I'm gonna help you out today I appreciate it. And later down the road, I help you out. That's just showing the love, the respect. If you like, I'm gonna help you. I'm like, for what? You like, cause man, like I see you struggling. I mean, I don't need no help. I got this. Like, I don't need, I don't need you to help me. That's like when the ego play kicks in. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a bad uh, life, you know, model to follow. You know, you don't need help. I I I got it. I'll figure it out on my own. I, I never seen you as that guy. I seen you like a guy trying to. Trying to learn from everybody, and I could take this from over here to put this together and build my own thing, and put it all together. I it's, think that I think that's huge. I mean, it took me a while to actually get there, and especially me being twenty seven, just knowing I can't work for nobody, man. As much as I could try, I could do it. I could listen to you, and I'll be the hardest worker you have. But then there'll be a point in time, like, hey, should we do this a little bit differently, like? Instead of like getting here at six, have everybody <laughs> sound, get sound here. Sound like Cam, man. Cam is like, man, this is this is done wrong. Man, I can do it this way. We should do it this way. He's always getting frustrated coming home from work, <sighs> and it's it's tough. And I've been in his position to where I worked in a restaurant. You know, I worked at Fleming Steakhouse, and it's just the manager. I'll be like, hey, man, like, how about we just have the food runners help the busters out and make everybody's day like you know, like nobody's stressing or running around with their heads cut off, and we could do all be good. And he's like, do your job. I'm like. I think that I think that attitude is like a blessing and a curse, right? Yeah. Because sometimes you want to be the dude that all right, I don't care. 
This is fine. Nah, I'm not worried about it. We'll leave it this way. We'll do it the dumb way. No problem. I'm not that guy either, man. It, it, it'll bug me. Like, there's a better way to do this. Let me. Can we do it this way? No, we can't. This is the way we're going to do it. And you're just. Sometimes I wish I was the dude that just said whatever. Man, I wish I was that dude too. But, you know, there's like. As a hard worker, and you know you're in the same position, when you work hard and you want to get this done as easy as possible, you're going to just knock it out. You, know? yeah. you might tell somebody one time, like, hey, man, you might want to go bust that table off. Oh, yeah, I'll get to it. Man, give me a trade because you take it too long. While you waiting, I got to get this done. Right. You know, like, I don't want these people waiting, especially going in the restaurant industry where Cam's at. He just want to get it done, get in and get out and go home. Yep. And that's it. But then you got those coworkers that are lazy and oh I'm cool, I'm chilling, I get paid just to chill. So it's just it's a lot on your plate. Do you think that 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 attitude helped you in the in the training world and, and getting to where you are now? Uh restaurant industry? Yeah, I mean no, the attitude of of I'm gonna get this done. There's a way to get this done better and taking that kind of attitude and using that to become a trainer. I say definitely. Definitely that really helped me a lot just because it's a problem solver problem solving attitude and right. now like it's like if you're struggling as a trainer you need more clients you know you got, at the end of the day you got to work with people you know every great trainer has to work with somebody you know and have to learn the game and even when you have mentors and people that are pushing you you still got to work with them because they're working with you you know you there's 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 some tough people out there right you know people are not gonna crack or oh i need my chips at the at the front of the table and you got to work with people. It's just life. You know, not everybody's going to have everything up front. If everybody could live like Floyd Mayweather, the world would be perfect. You know? <laughs> everybody would have, what, $1.82 billion to sit on. and Something like that. Yeah, and open up a bunch of businesses and go that route, but we're not. You know, we're just we're humans. We're not superheroes. We got to take it just one day, one time at a time. I, li- I like when we talked, and, and I think this was, this was another big thing that, that you said. You said, "What is your goal, Dave? Like, where do you want to be?" And I, without without putting my oh well, I put a, I put a weight out there, and then I told you that I I wanted to be lean. I wanted to be like lean muscle, and, and you were like, "Okay, I got that." I mean, I think people go to the gym and don't have you know a, a, a goal or don't have no model of what they want to be like right they, they they so what are you doing like we said a little while ago you're just wasting your time if you don't say what's your goal what do you want to do a lot of people just like if you don't have a goal you're really not going to accomplish nothing even if you don't have goals within going into life like okay i got a plan to go to high school and graduate and Maybe just get a job. Like, if you don't have that written down to where you visually see it, you're not going to push. Like, that's why I asked you, like, what is your goal? And you're like, I just want to be lean. I don't want to get too heavy or too bulky. I got you, man. Like, you want to have that lean cut. So you want to be able to be flexible, bend, jump, still run, but push some weight. Yeah. You know, that's pretty much the mindset of a football player. Like, even playing football, you know, you got to have the bulk season where you're doing less sprints, less work. Then you got your cut season. You're going hard sprints, mile runs. 20-minute cooldowns, pushing heavy weight, but you're at the best shape of your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why a lot of people don't have that mentality of, I need to get it done, or I don't have that time, or it's hard to do this. It's not hard. You could do it, but you're just being lazy. That's why I ask you, like, what's your goal? And I always ask people, even all my new clients, what's your goal inside the gym and outside? Right. 
and I want you to write your outside and you keep that and I want you to write your inside and give it to me. So I know what we can work on. But every day on that outside paperwork, give me one thing we could talk about to fix. That's dope. So it's always, you know, younger people, my generation, confidence, lack of confidence. Yeah. Because they got bullied or they got called a certain name or somebody looked at them funny or just they hold on. You can't let go. You got to let it go. And when you hold on, you stress, you're going to put yourself in the hospital. I think uh, this generation is, 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 it's kind of messed up. I think uh, you know the the, the 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 social media stuff gets people thinking they should be living this way when they probably do have a good life as it is, right? They they I mean, you already have enough insecurity in your life when, especially in the gym, right? You, like I said, you go to the gym sometimes, you might be feeling good. You see somebody and you're like, dang! Like I saw some old dude the other day, probably older than me, and he was he was in shape. And I looked at him, I was like, eh. and for a second, you think. Well, I suck, you know what I mean, and then and then you have to clear that out of your mind and be like, no, he's a dude probably work for it, probably been lifting for a long time, you know what I mean, he's probably been dedicated. I'll get there. That's the thing too. A lot of people, a lot of people get to the gym and just get intimidated, and just like you, I'm gonna piggyback off what you said. They don't know what to do, and now they're looking around like, dang, I want abs like this guy, but shoulders like him, or. Girls get in there like, I want legs like her, and I want to look like that. But that person went to that dark place. Either you're giving somebody six months to work on themselves, and they're pushing themselves as hard as they can, and the only focus is working gym, working gym. They're going to get those results no matter what they do. And then they look in the mirror six months, they're like, oh, I look like that? Or, oh, you look good, man. Like, man, you got the shoulders now. You got the arms. Like, what are you doing? Like, just working on myself. And there's times where you see people, and you know just from a treadmill or a stairmaster, you can look at somebody, and they'll do exactly this. And they'll walk, and they'll have this zone, and they'll be in the zone, and then it just clicks like, oh, they're going through something. Like, let them be. Like, this, when you see those kind of people, you don't want to talk to them at all. Like, don't even bump into them. Don't say, oh, my bad. Like, you want to kind of <laughs> avoid those kind of people. And it's kind of tough because you want to get to know that person, but you just know they're going through something. And, and due to time, you can get to know that person, but that gym, that session that they're in, they're in the zone. That's their therapy moment. Right. You got to let them be. You got to let them be. It's, 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 it, I've been there. It's, it's it's one of those things where you, you got to go. There's been times Melissa tells me, you know, go to the gym. Go to the gym. Don't, come back and be more happy. Just go. Because right now, you you on in some funk right now. Let's see. Go to the gym. Get it in. And then I come back. I'm like, Sorry. Feeling better now. Feel good. After the leg days. Uh, uh, oh, the leg days. So, <laughs> bro, <laughs> let's let's. All right. So the, the, the leg day in the gym is like it's a bad thing, man. What? Well, it, it is a bad thing because I'll, I'll tell you why. And, and you know it's a bad thing because you can see a dude that is big shoulders, big arms, looking good, and the dude what. The dude has skinny legs. Yeah, right. I see that a lot. So it's, it's a lot, right? There's a there is a reason why because leg day sucks. They can't listen. They can't wear those first fir, first leg day with Kyle. Okay, we get in there. He's over here telling me, you know, I, I'm thinking like, man, I I oh that was one thing. So what, what what's the one with the step? Uh, just the, the lunges, right? The lunges. 
So he goes, we're going to do some lunges today. And I'm like, man, my knee, it's, it's, like, it's like jacked up. Once again, I do one lunge. My technique was all wrong. All wrong. My whole body's over my front knee. All the weights on the knee. Right? And so all the weights on the knee. So when you told me to change it, it didn't hurt no more. And I'm like, okay. But then it's like four up, four back. And I'm like, four up, four back. <laughs> and then there's some leg curls in there and leg, uh, leg, extensions. leg extensions. And I'm like, yo. And we're mixing them all three together. So it's boom, boom, boom. And that's one set. And then you could take a little minute rest. And I'm like, this is crazy, man. So next day, I'm like, I feel pretty pretty good. (laughs) My my legs are a little sore, but I went to church on Sunday, and I barely could sit down, man. And I I was doing security at church that day, and I'm like, there's no way I'm stopping anybody today. My legs were beat, bro. But leg day, people don't like leg day, do leg day, dread leg day. And there's a reason, right? I mean, leg day for a man is very, for men, are, it's very good. Beneficial, too. It just boosts up your testosterone, give you nitro testosterone, but you, your upper body's going to look extra pump. You're like, dang, I'm doing legs with my chest and shoulders and the vein, the vascularity's <laughs> popping right now. And then you like, but my legs is hurting. It's, 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 it, was, it sucked, man. But it works both ways because you could do chest. And you're like, dang, my quads and hamstrings and calves are looking good. Like, these are, wow. Feeling like, good. It's just gonna feel good up and down you don't want to just be just up or you just don't want to be just down because i know men that have very big legs and the smallest upper body i'm like would you play soccer <laughs> you know there's nothing wrong with right. soccer players but you know they got the big legs the quads and everything. unproportioned bodies but yeah so yeah. they built from the ground up you know, right like the upside down pizza so and then you got the dorito chip guys you know like the big upper body yeah. and down low is spongebob you know so <laughs> It's but important. I think. I think once. Uh, yeah. I. I. I'm a friend of mine was telling me he's like, legs for men is the biggest thing, especially as you get older. And I realized that because I, I have a grandfather right now. My mother takes care of him, and he was, he was active, but his legs have went out. You know, and as a, for a man, that's like the worst thing that can happen, right? You. 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 You ain't mobile. You can't do nothing. You can't run. Child. And so, when my buddy told me that, he's like. The legs, the main thing, bro. As you get older, because that's that's what that's your foundation. That's what you stand on. And you can walk on your legs every day. That's an exercise. You know what I'm saying? Some people are like I can hit it once. Like every man says, I'm gonna hit legs maybe once or twice, and I'll be good. You can hit legs three times a week, four times a week, as long as you're doing the right recovery. If you're breaking it down, like days we do quads, or we do hamstrings and glutes, or quads and glutes. Or just full volume. Like there's different things you could do for the legs just to make them grow. So now that you're making your legs grow, you're like, dang, there's different variations and different reps. Like you don't have to always do high reps. Like some days I'm like, just 10. you like, 10? Yeah, like, just 10. You all right? You all right today? 10? That's are you, it? Are you tired or something? I'm like, yeah, just 10. Like you already died the whole week. Hey, like, Frank is like, 10, cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Frank loves that 10. I'm like, Frank, we only got shout, 10. Shout out to Frank, man. Man, Frank, oh. hey, I love you, dog, man. You, <laughs> you, my, you the funniest dude I got. But after Dave, after Dave. But uh, I'd say 10 reps, and people are like, 10? Like for leg press, are you okay? Are you tired? Are you sleeping? I'm like, no, just 10 reps. Like as a trainer, you have to know when people are taking a beating. Right. Like, you know, Monday's a heavy hitter. You got to start every Monday off right. You have to treat your Mondays like a Friday. Yeah. Hands down. Like, I don't care. Like, some people go to Sunday, like, oh, Monday. 
Like, how many people say that? And, you know, I used to say it yep. all the time. Yep. But then, you know, I started watching the Tony Robinsons and Eric Thomas, like the motivate. You have to treat it every day as a Friday. Right. Every day. Like, that's why I wake up with the passion and excitement and just knowing, like, I, this is like my second chance at life because I had a heart attack at 23. Okay, get into that, man. So, it was, uh, well, let me see. Well, this, this is the story I don't know fully about, but I heard. Yeah, man. Rumors in the gym said that you had a heart attack when you were younger. I had a heart attack at 23, and it just made me realize a lot more about life. But I remember. But why? Why did you have? Did they find out why? Pre-workouts, stressing, just worrying about things I don't need to worry about. Like, let's say a friend needed money, and I didn't have it. I was stressed about trying to get that person money or family deaths or just stressing about school and stressing about missing work. Just wasn't there for myself. So mentally. just from stress. Just from stress. Like stress will put you in the hospital. That's what I always tell people. And people always ask me, like, you just be stress free. I'm like, because most people think that it, it, it's just bad food. Yeah. Like, you know, especially at my age, you know, like people have heart attacks and are have to have angiograms and all that stuff. You know, put a stent in all that all that stuff because they've they've eaten horrible their whole life. But you you've been out the, your whole life. Twenty three, you have a heart attack from. The stresses of life from the stress of life, and which is crazy to me because when I go to the gym, you seem like a guy that don't worry about stuff. Honestly, like my mindset now is, you got to give it to God and just keep going about your day. You can't worry about too much. You start worrying about too much, you start worrying about that bill, that mortgage, that payment, how to feed or how to go. Just figure out how to get something done and just go. Don't try to always plan ahead. Just plan what's in front of you for that next second or minute. And that was, this is my biggest realization is I had a lot of people and I still have a lot of people that cut reach out to me and, oh, I want to talk to you or I want to hang out with you or let's do this, bro, let's do that. And I just don't respond because when I was in that hospital bed and I laid there, there's only five people at my side. Okay, actually six or seven. But when I was there, I know it was Justin, Andrew, CJ, EJ, um, my mom. And CJ's family, Justin's family, my dad. And just seeing that made me realize you don't need social media. You don't need the environment that you had or once had. Only thing you need is the people that are on your team and that's in your corner. That's it. That's crazy because you're right about that. If anybody can narrow it down, even for us, right, there's, there's probably only a handful of people that if they went to the hospital, you would be right there. Oh yeah, same 100%. same same thing with me. And I'm not saying that we 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 don't we don't care about people or we don't we don't love people. But there's something about when you have a team in your corner and you realize like I'm worried about you know a hundred people, you know. And in reality, I forget about the six or seven that would be there for me and at, at a time of need, and I I, I neglect them because I'm trying to satisfy a hundred other people. Like we're one. Like, we're honestly, like, just one human being, one person, but we're trying to feed a village. And we're trying to feed that kingdom. But instead of just worrying about that village, we're trying to worry about the outside of the village, too. We're trying to worry about the peasants, the outsiders, and much more of the enemies. And you don't even need to worry about that. Just worry about what's in that village. Just take care of what's in that village. Because that village is going to take care of you at the end of the day. Like, even I'm laying there, and my mom comes in, and I remember this, like, yesterday. And I'm laying there, she walks in, I just start crying. I break down. You know, and it takes a lot for me to cry because my mom's a tough woman. She don't like crying. Like, that wasn't something that 
was prohibited for me. Like, she doesn't want that. Even playing football and basketball and even getting whoopings as a kid, you better not cry. I'm, I'm not crying. <laughs> the tear you hold, you fighting back the tears now. So <laughs> just, she's a strong woman. But when she came through that hospital door and she just grabbed my hand, I just told her, like, I'm sorry. She's like, why are you sorry? I'm like, I'm not supposed to go before you. Mm. And she's like, why do you keep saying that? I'm like, I just feel like every time the doctors run the blood, it's your kidney levels are low or your oxygen intake wasn't good or now you're you're eating too much this or the process of this and too much sodium. And it's always bad news in and out the doctors. And this is like you're waking up out of the heart attack. You don't even know what's really going on. And you're just so quiet and you just start crying, but you want to talk to people and you're just there. You're just looking and you just realize, like, I got to just be a straightforward person. I got to turn into this straightforward person. Like, forget lying, forget beating around the bush. And he's, all my boys will tell you, there's times, like, where I'm straightforward and they'll be like, hey, chill out. <laughs> hey, you got to reword things. I'm like, I'm being respectful. They're like, nah, man, you got to reword things because you came off kind of strong, like, you came off like a Nipsey Hustle verse compared to like a, a Kanye and a Jay-Z, you know? And I'm like, what? Well, he asked me a question. I just told him that, no, Kyle, like this generation of things, people take things to heart. I'm like, well, I only got one heart now, so. But laying in that <laughs> hospital bed, so going back to that. The, the, the hospital bed, I mean, although you, 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 your life was saved, you know, you, you, you obviously came through it. But it did hinder another part of your life that was a huge part of your life, right? Which was sports. You sports. you were a top notch athlete. I mean, I I I seen the football stuff, but then you told me you're a hooper too. So I, I haven't seen the hoop in. I'm tapes, not no man. hooper. I can just shoot. You tell me to drive, I'm past the ball, right? Because <laughs> they always say you foul, man, when you drive in. Because I drive in like a running back. Yeah, that's what know? I was thinking. I was like, you tell me you hoop, yeah, I hoop. Da, da, da. And I was like, okay. But the, the the football thing was your dream. That was my dream. That was my hope. That was like, it was there for me, honestly. You know, like the offers and me just seeing like all of my boys get offered and I'm getting offered. And we're all on the same team, passing leagues in the summertime and Pop Warner. And, I, you know, I play for Pomona Steelers, Coach Snoop. You know, shout out to Coach Snoop. But he made me the young man to where he told me his exact words. If you're scared to play football and scared to take a little contact, you're going to be fearing a lot of things in life. Mm. And that's when I came up with the name Run That. So Run That to me, like Run That Curry, everybody's like, why's your name Run That? And I've always said it when I was little and still now, like, hey, we're going to do Oklahoma's. We're doing hidden drills. Run That. Now let's refer this to life. Hey, man, we're going to get down. You got to pay $11,000 for your tax return or for your taxes. Run That, I got it. You know, that's just a stress-free term. Like It's stepping up to the challenge. Even like presentations or school or work, Whatever it was, it's like I'm not backing down, you know, and that's been my term ever since. So, like, I don't say that as much because I'm getting older, but there's times, like, I'll say, like, in the gym, like, if we're working out, like, on Monday, Justin, like, 15 reps, I was like, for sure, run it. Run it. You know, and he's yeah. like, for real? Like, run that, bro. Let's go. Like, let's get it over with, you know, and that's just been my thing. But going back to the hospital thing, I feel like my mom, when I started crying, she was just like, you don't need to cry. And I was like, why? She's like, God hasn't taken you out of my sight. And I was like, that's when I started crying even more. You know, and I was like, I can't leave before you. And she's like, you're not. Trust me, you're not. 
she was like, something in your life is going to open up bigger than what it was. And I didn't know what it was. Like, I want to become an engineer, firefighter, cop. You know, I wanted to take care of my mom. But honestly, like being my own business and now having a lot more and understanding how to be an entrepreneur and still growing and being successful is just taking off faster than what it is to where she's like, hey, let's do this. I'm like, let's do it. Nice. Got you. Like, nice. There's times like on Saturdays, I'll take her to go get her nails done or her toes or I send her to go get her lashes done. You know, like, let's do it. You know, because that's how she was for me as a child. Like, mom, I want to play basketball. Okay. But she worked those three jobs and still made it to every practice and game. It's crazy, man. You know. So do you think that what at the time could have been like the most devastating thing to you? Because I'm sure there was some things that I'm sure you had a rough rough time accepting that but in the end it probably was like the best thing it was tough honestly like just having that football dream and that hope and because that, that was for will. years right i mean you that's from your little kid you know when you're a kid and you know you're a well-known kid like i was what ranked state of california number 27 state of california you know in daily bulletin on the news signing day everything you're a kicker right yeah Long snapper, <laughs> <laughs> longest yard. I was Brucey, <laughs> but you know, just what you. What did you play? I played receiver. Receiver, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's just my junior year. You know, I didn't really do as good compared to my senior year. Like those two stats were two different stats. Like I probably had like forty nine catches, six hundred yards, and like two touchdowns in my junior year. Going into my senior off, year. Off the radar a little bit. Off. They're like, yeah. Kyle, nah, forget him. He's an Ontario kid. He can barely play. <laughs> he can barely spell his name on a paper. And he goes to Colony, he smells down there. So that's why he sucks. And I was like, man, but going to seven on sevens and meeting new kids and pushing myself even harder and just noticing, like, as a senior, like, my mom is struggling. Like, just she had her cool, calm, collective, like, okay. Hey, we're going to work, and when I come back, I'm going to take you to practice. Like, everything was cool, but she would never tell me she was struggling. I never knew she struggled. She would never show me she cried or she was hurt or she was bothered. She was just one emotion. It was always happy, and she still is the same way. But there's always that one thing. I'm like, something's off. Mom, you okay? And she's like, I'm good. Are you okay? Did you eat? Because I made a bunch of stuff on the stove that I didn't see you touch. I'm like, oh, yeah, let me go eat real quick. You know, once mom cooks, you got to eat. Oh, yeah. No hands in for butts. So she had that just one direction of here. But, you know, actually getting a little older and seeing, like, what stress felt like and seeing it now, I'm like, are you okay? Mom, I'm I'm, I'm, your, I'm your baby, but I need you to talk to me. Like, Kyle, I'm stressing. I'm like, okay. Well, I got you. You know, I'm going to make it to the league. And that was the hope, the dream. You know, so that went from my junior to my senior, and I just shot off the roof. I went from 49 catches to 129 catches. You know, That's a, that's a huge jump. That's a, a, a huge jump. That's a jump that Odell couldn't even make. No. But he made it, though. I give it to him. Who was, that, who was at your door at that time? Colleges. Uh, man, I had dinner. Not, not to with, bring up old stuff. I had dinners with uh, Chip Kelly from Oregon, UCLA, Joe, Moore, Joe Lorick from ASU, um, Nick Saban, a bunch of colleges. So you, you, SC, was, you, had, you had the biggest, the biggest colleges were coming knocking. RCC, junior colleges, um, Azusa Pacific, Western New Mexico, Eastern, just a bunch of schools, man. And always having somebody at the house. My mom always made me talk to them. There was no sugarcoating. She wasn't speaking, 
But the thing she always made sure was, am I going to be taken care of if I get hurt? What is my education? Can I major in this? What is the benefits for me going to the school? And are you going to cover me if, you know, if I got into trouble, let's say. Right. And, you know, as an athlete, you know, telling you guys the inside now, you sign waivers once you get past a certain ranking in whatever state you're in or the NCAA to where you can't post as much, watch what you say, name brand stuff, all that inside stuff. So now that you know that game, it's like some athletes don't post. And you're like, oh, they'll only post his girlfriend. Why? Because that's all he could post, you know, or, man, Jalen Ramsey, he only talk about, like, just politics. Why? Or just getting into little things, and they can't really hey nay and go off the top because that's lawsuits waiting to happen. That's crazy. Like, even when you get on Twitter and you're like, I'm over it, you're going to have every Bleacher Report, ESPN, investigator, agent, your coaches, water boy, everybody's going to know off of that 38-second post. And your phone will go off. Because I remember I had some beef in high school on Twitter. And there was another guy that was really highly ranked. We went to the Oregon camp. Uh, it was like a, a B2G camp. Well, it was actually in L.A. And his name was Eric. And he was just like, oh, I'm the best receiver in the state of California. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And he went to Summit High School. So one of Rival. my boys, one of my boys that left Summit came to Colony. He was like. Nah, I feel like Kyle's the best, and he's humble. He was like, "You're good, like you're fast, but you're not all that." And then they added, they like they added me into that message, and you know, on Uh-oh. Twitter, the, the Twitter feed can get long, and people are reading it. So he was like, "I'm the best one in the state of California. Ain't no receiver better than me." He was like, "My boy Kyle can run, catch, block, and he's fast. He could jump." He's like, "He ain't better than me," because he had the height. Yeah, I was like, "What five nine, five ten, But I'm jumping out the roof. But he was 6'3". So the height difference was it's huge. He was huge, but I was like, you're not better than me. At the end of the day, I don't care how tall you are. I don't care how fast you are. You're not better than me. I don't know like who put that in your head, but we can go one-on-one. You could try to play DB because I could play DB. I could play corner or safety or backer. It doesn't matter. You're not going to be better than me. So just seeing that, get like at me up. So we're arguing back and forth. We're going. Ooh, rah, 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 you know, and next you know, coach called me in the office. Hey, you suspended for six games, and this is in high school. Six games, and I was like, "Gay." Hey. I'm like, six games. I'm like, I'm not suspended for. I didn't even threaten the kids. Why am I suspended for six games? I signed no contract with you. <laughs> he was like, "We can't have this." He said, "Kyle, you know, you the man right now. Like, this is I'm suspending. You. Go back on Twitter, delete all the messages, because if these start getting out to these coaches, you're gonna start losing a lot of opportunities." And Coach Bechtel, he talked to me so much, like, you can't do things like that. Especially now, I got to give you this paperwork to fill out. I'm like, what is it? He's like, read it carefully. Because now you're going through the NCAA. So once you start getting an X amount of offers, you have to sign paperwork stating, like, you don't want rival beef. You can't disrespect nobody. You can't tweet certain really? things. I didn't know that. There's a lot of things, like, just look at accounts. Like, a lot of people put LOL. I hope this player comes here. Just like, they're out of surprise or they're wishing for the best, but it's just the inside like alert. That let's say if I knew Odell's going to LA and already knew it, the whole LA team and like already know he's coming, I can't say like, hey, welcome to the team, fam, without him making right. an announcement before a bleacher report. So if I say like, hey, Odell's coming to LA, hands down, they gonna they go, hey, right, let's talk. 
We're going to talk Man. some chips too. You know, and they, that lawsuit's not cheap. So it's a lot that goes with going up to that level and that hype. You know, and that's why I tell the high school kids I train, even my college athletes and professional athletes, like, just stay off of it. Just stay off of it. Like, so what are the what are the young kids like now? I mean, you're not that old. You, you're like ten years out from high school days, right? <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. Do you are you, are you looking at the kids now and being like, yeah, man? What what you you told me a couple of stories about parents that bring their kids to you, and it's it's, it's a whole different thing because. You know, it's kind of like even when you know. I mean, coaches back in the day would be able to grab your jersey, sit on, you know, get over here, da 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 da. It gets a little, it gets a little weird now, especially with social media and videos and stuff, where you can't even yell at a kid and stuff like that. And now the kids are a little soft. It's not soft. It's about coaches favoring kids. That's not giving other kids opportunities. All kids can play a sport, but you don't think that. That, that because of social media, because of these things, you know, that they can see that they're saying, hey, you know what I mean? Like, we coaches kind of back off there because they're not like we used, like we used to see. Right? Oh, wow. I, I play a little, little basketball, you know, high school basketball. And there would be times when the coach would be all in your face during the game in front of whoever, you know, parents, everybody. Now it's like, and I'm not saying in a disrespectful way, I'm not, but in a way of let's go. What are you doing out there, man? You ain't doing the right thing. And 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 you know there is coaches that go over the top, but there. But now with this whole social media thing, you really can't you know say anything because then you get put on blast. It goes viral, and then you're done. And just a lot of coaches favor the wrong kids, and they feed into the parents' dream. Like my son's going to the NFL. My son or daughter's going to play for LA Galaxy or you know go to MLB. So no, that coach is like okay. That's all, I want him. They they can play. They got the training for it. This is it. I want that kid. But minus you got 12 other kids, 20 other kids that could be a little bit better, but you're not coaching. You're just focused on that one kid. You just want recognition as a coach, but you're doing it in the wrong ways. Like Coach Snoop, honestly, he was the most respectful, humblest coach because you know why? Everybody could play. It wasn't just one person. It was much more of we got kids that could play. And who's going to be a dog and who's going to fight? I'm going to let you play. I don't care if you short, tall, fat, round, slim, anorexic. You're going to get out there. You're going to play. You're going to hustle. And he just looked at who had the biggest heart. You know, at the time, we had a kid named Manchild. And he went to Upland High School in uh, 2013. And he was a big kid. I mean, at 11, he was like, what? The kid was big. He was big. Like, I was just like, oh, shit. How old is he? 11 I was like he's 14 he has to be he's probably out his height at what 11 he was already 510 creeping on 511 six foot but that's why we called him man but he was the youngest kid the youngest but he could hit yeah there's those kids out there like that I had the original man child here on the podcast Shay oh. Cotton back in my day Shay was like I mean he went up against Paul Pierce he won up Kobe in high school. I mean, he came here, man. This is, so you look at Shea and like, man, he was like 12, 13 years old playing against high school. Yeah. Dudes, I, man. I feel like me playing in high school, I was like, well, going into summer, because I look more towards summer practices and passing leagues, like playing with a Dory Jackson, Juju Smith, you know, Khalil Dorsey. He was like the little brother of the team, but he made it to the league and 
you know, Dante, Deion, Jamal Williams, like a lot of big known players, just playing with them, it just pushes you to be even better. Right. Do you think the, these parents need to just kind of like get out of the way and let the trainer, let the coach do their thing? I mean, having a personal trainer for a kid get expensive, right? And 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 a, and, a, and a coach that is detailed on this kid to get him better. But sometimes parents think they either know a bit more than the coach or they're worried about the kid's feelings a little bit too much or they want to be, like, right there and watch you train or coach this kid. I think parents just got to let the trainers be the trainers and the parent to the parent. I know parents have that side talk, like, you need to do this better. Like, this is what I this is what you're paying me for, okay? Like, I need you to take your 10 to a 2 and go outside, go for a walk. Can you go wait in the car? Yeah, go wait in the car, man. <laughs> like, Just stay out of it. Parents just want to jump the gun. Because they want their son there. It takes time. It takes time. Like, you got to master one thing before you think about the other thing. You got to master your footwork before you think about routes. You got to master your hand-eye coordination before you think about catching. And then you got to make it consistent. But then you got to be in awkward positions to make bigger plays. So, parents don't understand that. Why are you making my son do this? Or why are you making my daughter run like that? And I was like, look, trust me. Your daughter has to get faster this while we have to run these hills. Your son has to lay on the ground to catch the ball because he might fall on the ball still in the air. You never know what position you're going to be in. Like, even bear crawling. You know bear crawls back in the day. Ain't nobody like bear crawls and burpees. Yeah. That's over. Yeah. That's over. Like, I don't. I still don't like burpees, but I have to do them. Bear crawls just kill me. Oh, kill you. If yeah. I did a bear crawl right now, I swear to God, I'll probably just lay on We're going to do it tomorrow. Who is we? Us. The gym. Us. Do some bear crawls. I like how you right. just signed a contract without even pulling out a pen and yeah. paper. God damn. <laughs> I signed you up already, man. <laughs> I know, man. Hey, tomorrow we're going to do some burpees and bear crawls. I forgot to tell you I won't be there tomorrow. Uh, I'm say Saturday Frank, I'll be there. You ready, Frank? can do Frank? the bear crawls. Oh, yeah, but no. Honestly, just me as a young man, as an individual, I just come with a lot more hunger and passion. I, I think the heart attack, man. When you, when you talk about that, I, I think – I could see where your whole perspective on life changed and why you're so happy at 4 a.m. <laughs> you know, the, the straight up, I mean, I, I, I follow you on the gram course. 4 a.m., you're hype, and you leave at 9 o'clock from the gym. Yes, P.m., and you're hype. All day. So that motivation of... You know, almost almost losing your life. It's it's a second chance. You can reset a video game, you can replay a movie, but you can't replay your life. And I feel like with me, this is like my second chance at life. And I gotta live the best of it. I can't look too far. There's bigger things I want, but I can't look too far. I just gotta keep working to get there. And keep working, putting my head down and sacrificing. You know what I'm saying? I mean I do the little things. You know, make sure my family's good, make sure everybody's eating. Or even people I call like my family, like Justin, Amanda, and them, I make sure they're doing good in their industry. But I just make sure I'm growing as an individual and I'm not stressing about nothing. Like, I just live stress-free. Like, there's times people will tell me their problems. I'm like, you're just tripping. Like, you got to live stress-free. It doesn't bother you. Words are words, but if an action's an action, then you take that consequence. But if you just not bothering your word, who cares? Just brush it off. You can't brush it under under the mat, then you got a you got a problem. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things we stress out, and, and it's not worth it. Number one, because we can't control it. 
a lot of times we can't control a lot of the stuff that happens to us. Nope. I, I can't control that dude that cut me off on the freeway. I can control my reaction, right? So I think a lot of people get mixed up in you can control your action. You can't control what people do to you, but I can control my reaction also. And I think that's the thing is the reaction. Because in life, I think people, things are going to happen. And for some reason, we think like, I'm sure you thought, I never have a heart attack. Or I thought, you know, this is never going to happen to me. Or this person never going to die. You don't think like that. You just think like, well, this life is good. But I think once you get past, you have a few little trials in your life and a, and a few hurts, a few disappointments, a few casualties there, I think you realize like, well, that's not really nothing to stress out about, you know? See, and I, um, I, I agree with you on that one. Like, everybody has that road rage and just wants to go hoo-hoo hurrah when something goes bad, but you got to let it go. Just because that person's having a bad moment or a bad couple of minutes, you don't make it a bad day. Somebody cut you off, forget it. You know, God got him and karma got him. That's it. Like, that's the model you have to live by, especially in this day and age, because somebody won't fight you. They'll pull out that weapon. It, right. It's not going to be a fair fight. Everybody talks about, I won't fight you, I'll shoot you. Like, damn, for real? That's why, like, I defuse fights, because if I already lost, almost lost my life the first time, I'll be damned to lose my life the second time and not be a, having a guaranteed third time. Because of a road rage or somebody cut me off, I just be like, "There's times I'm driving, I'm cruising, people get all mad. Like, where are you going? You still got to send an hour worth of traffic going up the hill. Like, come on now, calm down. There's like, nothing we can do. There's nothing we could do. We're still riding bumper to bumper. You want to keep flipping me off? Like, you're the big man. Like, we step out these cars, I'm gonna just wave at you and I'm tell you, hey, is everything okay? Like, man, you need a Snickers, you need a moment or something? Like, I got you, but." There's things a lot of people have to work on. I feel like our world's so messed up that people don't know what to do in life. And by me saying that, meaning they're telling their kids, like, you need to believe in this when they have road rage. Or you need to do this mm. when they don't even want to go to work. You can't Oof. have two and two. It's either like, hey, son, you need to get your stuff together. And now your son sees, like, my dad's gone at 4 a.m. back at 9. Like, that's how I want to be. Or my dad gives me my Saturdays and Sundays. Like, you got to dedicate that time. Right. You know, make it a priority. A lot of people don't make things priorities. Like, especially family time, you know, going out on dates. Like, how many times have you seen people go out on dates or just take their families out? I mean, I know you still do it because, you know, you tell me, like, man, I took the family out, man. I'm feeling good. I'm like, yeah, that's good. You need to. You need to <laughs> yeah. have times like you that. Got, you got you to gotta enjoy life a little bit, man. I always tell people that, you know, during the good times, enjoy it because it's going to be those good times that you enjoy that are going to get you through the bad times. Oh. You, I just feel like what you just said is honestly very true because if you can't enjoy those times, other people don't know what those times are. Me as a parent, I, the, the day that I come with a dad and a husband and all that, you know, I'm going to just show my kid like what it's like to actually work for what you want. Instead of handing them that switch and right. a phone and here's some watch this phone. No, it's like, hey, we're at dinner. Everybody's phone in mom's purse. Let's have a conversation. Let's be here. Like even some of my clients and then some of my younger clients, like, all right, we got four sets, two second pause, you know, fifteen reps, hack squat. 
That's, I think you described my sister Dell. <laughs> no, she's <laughs> been working. My sister Dell trains with with Kyle now. Oh, no. Hey, but props to you because she had another trainer, and she she's did. and she said that she just she just it 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 didn't fit, and she and she like most people in the gym. They gravitate to you because there's that positivity, because there's like there's a little aura about you and people want to work out with you. It's the knowledge that you know and the person that you are. You gotta carry yourself like I mean, have the humbleness, but don't carry yourself like oh, I'm the best motherfucker up in here. This is it. You look at me differently, I ain't telling you shit. <laughs> like I'm a helpful person. Like, yeah. there's times, like, we could be training. I'm like, hey, man, make sure he keeps his chest up on chest press. Don't arch that back so he puts all that tension. Make sure everything's aligned straight up and down, but you want to have him feel that focus on that chest. Like, there's things that bother me. That other trainer seeing him, like, look at him. Like, his client's doing that wrong. Well, help him out. Right. Let him elevate his game because there's something he know that you don't know. He can help you elevate your game. Now you both successful. Everybody's eating collard greens and mac and cheese. <laughs> At the, you know, like everybody wants to be so stubborn and just be so damn negative. And I don't like that girl because she looked at me dirty. Maybe she wasn't even looking at you. There's times people zone out and I'll be like, hey, what's up, man? Y'all good? And they're like, oh, what's up? How you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm chilling. You know, and they're like, oh, okay. No. What's your name? Oh, I'm Kyle, man. Oh, nice to meet you, Edgar. Okay. My dog. Looking good, man. Like, people don't carry themselves like that. Like, back in the old days, you can go on your front line. It was line, common. And it's like, hey, how you doing, neighbor? I'm good. How you doing, man? Yeah. You look good. Your grass look good. I've been watering it a little more. Well, put them chia seeds in there and they'll grow. You know, like, they'll give you the tips. Now it's like a, I'm not helping you shit. Yeah. I'm not giving you nothing. Like, you want me to help you change your brakes? You're going to pay me. See, see, I think you've given me hope for this generation, man. I, I'm I'm, I'm going to sound like an old dude. The funny thing the other day. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Shout out to Justin. Shout out bro. to Justin, man. He's cool, man. He's, boy's in shape. We're working yeah. out. Right? Shout out. But, uh, uh, you know, so I'm going to sound old right now. So we're, we're working out. Hitting it. I feel good. I'm like, man, I hung in there today. Cool. Justin gets his bag. All right, OG. I'm like, <laughs> oh, snap. That's me. I'm the OG now. So, I'm I, but you. I think the good thing, man, is that uh, what I like, man, and I think you, you've given this me hope for this generation. The, positive, the positivity, the, uh, the outlook and perspective on life that can get lost very easy man. in, in, in in this phone thing, man, and, and it's, it's social media stuff, right? I mean, that, that stuff can get lost really fast. But uh, I think uh, give me some hope, man, for this generation. I hope I gave you a lot of hope for this generation. And for some young people out there that are listening because I think a lot of people, they they, 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 they kind of knock me sometimes. and say, man, you need some young people. And I try to get some young people in here. But a lot of young people, not to knock the young people out there. Cam. No, can't be putting in that work. <laughs> I, I had a, you know, but I think a lot of people need to need to like uh, lighten up. Let it, young people like really realize like you have the world at your at your feet, and we we talk about this a lot. Where you're constantly, I can get that client. I can do this. I mean, you're working you're working on some big things right now. I don't know if you want to talk about. We'll hold off on that, right? Franchise, but we're gonna get there. Yeah, yeah. You were talking two. about franchise, some 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 stuff that they can. 
you know, sign up for different things, man. I mean, and so when I think about that, I'm like, okay, there is some hope for this generation. There is some some young dudes that are thinking way beyond their years, I should say. Yes, sir. I just think about the future, but not too far ahead. I think about what I can build. I could be the face of anything, but if I don't have the team, it's not even just about me now. It's about having that right team. Like I have the people and I have the people that been there when I was laying in the hospital and just being there laying down and looking up. I already know I have the team to be successful. You know, even having you here and then you having me, that could be even more value to the team. And if I'm going to do good, then everything's going to do good. It's just like Nike. It's just like Amazon, Bill Gates. It's like Nipsey Hussle. You got to put all that together. Without that team, that face isn't there. There's no Amazon. There's no you know, Windows, there's no iTunes and Apple without those faces and that team, you could do anything you want. But if you don't have a solid team and people were like, Hey, you're taking too many vacations. I need you here at work because we got XYZ going on. We don't have these answers. You have the answers. Well, tell them the email. No, I need you here. Like I need you here right now at work. All right, I'm on my way. That's it. So that's why like I'm working so hard because the team I'm building and the team I have like once it's done, it's set in stone. It's gonna start putting people out of business. Like that's the mindset. But you gotta keep hustling. You gotta keep grinding. But the team has the same mindset as you. That's even better. That's Get the right people around you. That's it. Get the right people around you. Because now we can all game plan. I can see one thing, but they might see something that's gonna add a lot more value to something. Or even you see something, you can add a lot more value to something. So now it's it's just gonna be booming. It's gonna go up. And if we're if I'm up and we're all up, we're not gonna be like, well, that's Kyle. You know, he used to do good. He trained me. And that was it. It's not even working like that. You know, it's more about like a, hey, we got this done together. And I seen him hustle. I was there every step of the way, and I will tell you that that man could work. I think that's the biggest thing with me, man. That's why I invited you to the cast because I was like, he's a hustler, man. He's a young dude. He's Hustle. there at four a.m. Leaves at nine. I mean, every client. I mean, you, 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 people gravitate, man, and I think uh, you're doing a good thing, man. Yes, sir. I, I know you got to get going because I know you, you got a client right now you got to uh, get to. Yeah, 515. So uh, <laughs> I told her, like, hey, I'm stuck in traffic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, don't lie to your clients, man. Well, I am Especially stuck in traffic, air. man, because, you know, 5 o'clock down that foothill is going to be some traffic. Yeah, I'll, I'll, tell you the, I'll tell you a shortcut that, that you can do. I'll tell you a shortcut you can I, do. Man, I need I, all shortcuts. I got you a shortcut. Five minutes. I got you. <laughs> Really quick, man. I appreciate you coming out, first of all. I appreciate you. Having you know, me and Cam do a little thing at the end right here, man. We, we we do a quick, what we call the Furious Five, man. And we ask you five furious questions here. Okay, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. All right? So this is uh, Street Gospel Furious Five Ooh. with Run That. Here we go. If you could eat bad food every day and not be overweight or unhealthy, what would that bad food be? Okay, hold on, hold on. Bad food referring to what? Like any reds, anything? Anything. Oh, Papa John's for sure. Every yeah. day? Every day. <laughs> Barbecue chicken pizza. Papa John's. Wait Edgy. a minute, man. Papa John's. Hey, okay, matter of fact, not Papa John's. I'm either going bad food. Bad food. It, 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 it. Every day. Ah, oh, see, because now, all right, forget Papa John's. It's either Donahue's or Roscoe's. I'm sorry. Ooh, Donna, who's in? Uh, I, I've never been there in Pomona. My boy goes there, man. Oh my God, like that's like that's like a staple. The chicken, the 
Wedge fries. Okay. Come on. I'm going to try it. Hey. I'm going to try it. For the low, you're going to be, your okay. family be happy. You're going to give me one cheat meal a day? Saturday. That's okay. it. Hey, remember we're talking about <laughs> people out there talking about cheat days. It's not a cheat day. What is it? It's a cheat meal. A cheat meal, you man. You get one meal out that day, so <laughs> make it wise. Choose it wisely. Yeah, people are like, I have a cheat day. Man, that's three bad meals in one day. I'll set you back. Along. Right? That's like one person giving up alcohol for six months and going to have 13 shots and also relapse. Now, that's it. Yeah. I'm back. I I, I had a cheat alcohol day. It doesn't work. (laughs) Question number two. Is there a particular music that people work out better to? Okay. I can't speak for people. I can speak for myself. Come on, man. You'd be training all Um, kinds of people, though. Is there a particular music that people work out better to? There is. There's definitely a particular. Honestly, more towards like a pump, up going kind of beat. Like if you got Forever by Drake or you got Nipsey Hustle playing or you got some West Coast in there, they're going to get going. I'm not going to lie, man. Today you got Nipsey going all morning. Because I was feeling nip, man. And, and I, I was... I was I was doing good today, man. I was feeling That's good. That's why you was the, in the, the zone. The, there is some music that would get you in the zone. I'm still trying to find the music for Frank. You know what I mean? So we're going <laughs> to talk to Frank and see what, what, what music Frank really needs. He need to drop me a request. I know. We need to tell Frank, bring your playlist tomorrow. That's it. It might be John John Mayer or something, man. I don't know. It might be something. But we're gonna have to, but, be some th- young but there is. Oh, some young, what are, he might surprise us, right? He might surprise us. He comes in with some young jock and some Gucci man. You know, he'll be like, Frank, this is your playlist? Question number three. If they made a movie about you, what would the title of the movie be? Hustle Hard. Hustle Hard. There we go. That'll be the title of the movie. Just Starring who? Starring who's, Kyle Curry. No, who's playing you? Somebody got to play you. Oh, I would like Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. That, that, That's that, everybody's that. go-to. Idris hey. Elba or Michael B. Jordan Michael for every Jordan brother out there. Gotta, he got to star me, man. He got to make me look good. <laughs> a little skinny and uh, kid and growing up. All right. But, um, yeah, he, he can play a young a young dude and an older dude. I mean, he got that look. I just got to find Jordan. somebody that can play my mom because that's a tough cookie to crack. Okay. That's a- what about Angela Bassett? Mm. She's rougher than that. She's rough. Okay. My mom almost like a military sergeant. Oh, okay. She's rough. Like when she talks to you, she'd be like, <laughs> She gives you that look, it's over. Yeah. Okay. I get the smile from my dad. Like he smiles all the time. But my mom is like, Yeah, she don't play. Are you done yet? Okay. Let's go. <laughs> I'm like, Okay, I'm coming, mom. Question number four of the Street Gospel Furious Five Secret hobby or something you're passionate about that nobody knows about? Fishing. Kyle the fisherman. I love fishing. I'm sorry, man. Sea, it's, river, lake, what? Uh, pond, lake, lake. I'm more of a lake fisherman. I do go deep sea fishing, but lake. Do you do you catch the fish, clean it, and everything? Get it ready and everything. Cook it. Only trout. Only trout. Because that's probably like the cleanest fish I'm gonna eat. But catfish, bass, other fish. You just carp, catch for fun. I just catch and release. But trout, when it comes to that, it's just like a little bit more exciting. It's colder during the winter time when you catch that trout, but when you start seeing how big they get, you catch if you catch a trout that's about almost nine, ten pounds, you're gonna be like Shh. and then you gotta grab it and take the hook out, that's what makes it exciting. 
how the fisherman? Fishing is my thing. It's your thing, man. It's good. I think everybody has like should have a hobby like outside of the realm. Try fishing. Matter of fact, we will go fishing. Me and uh, Cam, we're okay. going to go out. Okay. Go Don't get mad if I start, you know, reeling them in. I'm gonna take my dad. You my know what dad, I mean? He'll get out there, and it's so quiet. We just chill, huh? Got one. Yeah, here we go. It's been a minute since I went fishing, man. But I, but I enjoy it. It's fun, man. It's relaxing. Honestly, like when I get out there, I just free my mind. Yeah. Like. Even though the lake could be so big and you're just looking around, as big as that lake, it should be as big as your mindset. You're yep. not holding nothing in. Question number five, last one on the Street Gospel Furious Five. What would the Kyle in high? Wait, 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 wait. What would this Kyle tell the Kyle in high school? Freshman Kyle in high school. Oh yeah, there's a lot he would tell him. Um, First things first, don't try to be a class clown and entertain and be that kind of person that you're not trying to be or pursue and carry yourself the way you're not trying to carry yourself for later down the road. You don't need a lot of friends to be successful. Mm. That's That's some good advice, especially for a lot of kids out there nowadays. You don't, especially when you start doing better, you start to realize who has their hands out. And you're so young, like your parents tell you, you're like, no, that's my best friend. Like he got me for until the day I die, mom. Like Billy gonna jump off the cliff if I jump. Billy not jumping off no cliff for you. <laughs> I had a bunch of Billys. <laughs> He's gonna probably gonna push you, but hey, he gonna push with you. you. But as soon as you land something big, he gonna be there, right? But if you don't, Billy walking the other way to find something else bigger. So honestly, if I could talk to myself in my freshman year in high school, don't try to be nothing that you're not trying to carry yourself with. Just nice. be yourself. Appreciate it, man. Hey, man. Came out here, did your thing. I better let you go, but uh, <laughs> anything you want to shout out, man? Uh, I want to shout out Nick Nick Reese. You know, he's, he's fighting cancer and everything. I know that's a big thing for him. Stage four cancer. He has two more, I think one more, two more chemos left, but that's been another motivation in my life. And mm. Shout out to Dave and Cam, you know, the Ashley and everybody. And everybody I train That's a big shout out And a pleasure You know It's a blessing Where can they find you at man? Six cents in Ontario Right next to Ontario Mills Go ahead and DM me At Run That K Curry R-U-N-D-A-T K Curry 2 If you have any questions Or you want to start Personal training Go ahead and DM me Appreciate you man Thanks for coming out Yes sir Thank you for having me Yo that'll conclude This episode of the Street Gospel Podcast with Kyle Curry. Check him out. Definitely, man. DM him, ask him questions, man. If you're in the area, go check him out. Book a session with him, man. He'll tell you everything you're doing wrong and tell your techniques off, and he'll make you better. First one leg day. <laughs> <laughs> we out.